Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is Creating Urgency for the Important Things in Our Life. Creating Urgency for the Important Things. Now, hey, before I get into this message, let me tell you quickly about three things that are happening. Number one is our annual Negativity Fast and Positivity Feast started on February 17th. If you're listening to this podcast and you are a few days or even a week afterwards, hey, you can still jump on board, ignitinghope.com, find out about it. Number two, March 8th, we're going to be starting the Thriving Church Leadership Course online. It's a 12-week course designed for church leaders, three weeks each on thriving in beliefs, thriving in relationships, thriving in structure, and thriving in the supernatural. I'll be using my book, Help, I Am a Pastor, as the foundation for that. You can find out about that at ignitinghopeacademy.com. And then lastly, Wendy's course that we're doing right now called Victorious Emotions. It's going to end here at the end of February 2021 when I'm recording this. We're going to do it again in April and May of 2021. Look for announcements on that through our newsletter at ignitinghope.com. You can sign up for that. Hey, let's get into today's topic. Wow, creating urgency for the important things. Now, really, one of the questions we ask in life and we need to ask in life is, how can I have urgency for the things that truly are important? How can I create an inner fire in me to write the book, to get the degree, to build that relationship in a deeper way, to establish stronger daily habits? How can I do that? This podcast, first of all, I believe is going to inspire you to want to do it. And secondly, give you some keys to do it. Now, urgency means something needs to be dealt with as soon as possible. And it usually comes from two sources. It either comes from vision or pain. And vision, obviously, is the best way to get the urgency. Without a vision, the people perish, the Bible says. When I've got a strong vision for the future, when I've got my hope ignited for the future, when I believe I'm being prepared for something, there's a goal worth sacrificing for, then I'm going to get an urgency in my spirit, a fire that's going to cause me to put aside less important things to get that. The other way we can get urgency, and I'm sure all of us listening have had this happen is pain, pain or or emotional pain or negative circumstances. The pain of that creates urgency. This could be a lack of inner fulfillment. We're just tired of feeling this way. Broken relationships, financial difficulty, poor health, repeated negative cycles in life, addictive behaviors, or getting arrested. Now, these uncomfortable emotions or happenings cause us to act now 
to avoid future pain. As we think about this and think about where to direct our urgency, it's helpful to be reminded of the four time quadrants that we can live in. Number one is the important and urgent. Number two is the urgent and non-important. Number three is the important and non-urgent. And number four is the non-important and not urgent. Successful people find a way to live in the important but non-urgent time quadrant. Non-successful people, people who do laps in the wilderness, <laughs> live in the urgent but non-important time quadrant. I did a podcast a while back called I Realize There Are Few Normal Weeks. I shared about the necessity of learning to thrive in non-normal weeks, weeks where the unexpected happens, weeks where our emotions are not as good as we hoped they'd be, weeks where we are more tired, tired than we thought. Weeks where we are feeling like we are failing. And I realized that I always had an excuse why I could not really consistently do the important things because it was a non-normal week or a non-normal day or a non-normal month or a non-normal year. And as we consider weeks, I realize every week is not normal, practically. And so it was a decision that I had to make in a declaration that I'm making that I suggest you make is I thrive in non-normal weeks. I thrive in non-normal weeks. And just as I say there's no convenient time to radically renew our minds, there's no convenient time to walk in tremendous joy, there will be no convenient times to live out of our stated priorities. There will always be reasons why we cannot do those things. Now, and if we do not learn how to create urgency for important things, they will almost always become urgent because of the neglect to them. Again, a relationship becomes urgent where there's a meltdown or a breakdown because of a lack of investment. Finances, because of a lack of planning, because of a lack of discipline or a lack of hard work or a lack of beliefs going after the beliefs surrounding finances. Or our health, if we're just not taking care of ourselves, then not prioritizing our own well-being, then often it will become urgent. The doctor will say, you need to do this. <laughs> Whew. Now, let me give you some examples of important things of life to prioritize and create urgency for. A financial emergency fund, deepening our spiritual life, family connections, personal health and well-being, increasing skills in your gifted area, creating resources or starting a business, starting a, getting a skill that will actually serve people and create income, 
becoming more proactive in calendaring and finances and relationships. These are important, but don't feel urgent. Now, as we're talking about this, it, it reminds me of overcoming the debt mentality. The debt mentality is not just financial. If financial debt is usually the fruit of a deeper root of a personal debt mentality. A debt mentality sacrifices for the future for pleasure at the moment or comfort in the moment. And it isn't always bad. It, the things that we might do may, may be good. I've seen people sacrifice their families in the name of ministry. I've seen people sacrifice their finances in the name of giving. I've seen people sacrifice their emotional state because of codependent relationships and enabling other people and having their, their happiness being dependent on what other people are doing. And so the debt mentality we say right now, whatever level or whatever symptom or root or tendency in us of a debt mentality that creates no margin, that creates no extra in our money, in our time, in our emotions, in our strengths, in our relationships, where we're living on the edge, where we're not paying attention to that, where we're not investing. I just say, thank you, Lord, for just breaking that off of us. Thank you for healing right now. By the way, somebody who's listening right now is getting delivered from the debt mentality. Someone who's lived in that or had major symptoms of that. I see you having a great teaching gift and a ministry to be able to free people from the debt mentality and to create an investment mentality. And that's really the opposite of a debt mentality is investments. Wise people make investments. Wise people don't sacrifice their future for the now. They make investments in their own life. They prioritize their own well-being. They put on the oxygen mask first in their lives. They learn like Moses who in the Old Testament, he had Aaron and her keeping his hands up so Joshua could win the war. Wise people find ways to stay in victory. And they invest in key relationships. They invest in, in their giftings and skills. And as the book Good to Great says, we want to find the one thing that we can be the best in the world at and then start devoting time, finding ways to invest in it. So what do we do? How do we create urgency? Let me just give you a few ideas of how to increase the urgency for the important things in your life. One is do an online search of SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T goals. It talks about having measurable goals. It, uh, and, and just the different things about, I don't want to go into all of that, but there's some great teaching on goal setting. You can find that. Number two is feed on books, podcasts, etc. 
that feed into the important things in your life. If you're married, get input on healthy marriage. Get input on finance. Get input on evangelism. Get input on hope. Get input on renewing the mind. Get input on whatever it is that you know is important. Find a way to keep hearing, keep reading, go to the meetings, connect. Number three, get a life coach or find a growth partner to help you live in the important but non-urgent time quadrant. Let me say it again. Get a life coach or find a growth partner, somebody that you can meet with regularly, whether in person or online, and, and to grow with. So we can, you can live in the important but non-urgent time quadrant. Number four, and this is something that I do, create deadlines and pay money to someone or reward yourself in some way. Pay money if you don't reach the goals and or reward yourself as you do in some special way. Now, certainly a life coach and a, and a growth partner can really be a help to this. But I mean, things that I do, like even this last weekend, I, I made a list of things that I wanted to do. I have my normal list of things that I do daily, I have weekly lists. I've, they've, it's grown through the years from one or two things I've done daily to about nine or 10, and weekly it's grown to about another list of about eight. It can be anything like, uh, tell tell at least one person three reasons why you admire them and appreciate them. Or it, it could be related to what I'm eating and how much water I'm drinking and that I've already have those kind of things set up and I pay my personal assistant $3 for every one of the daily goals I don't reach. I pay $3 for a weekly goal I don't reach. And this week, I owed $21. (laughs) I've shared this before on the podcast, but there's new people listening. And how bad do we want to? How bad do we need to want to create an urgency? Now, I don't mind paying. I don't don't have a perfectionistic spirit. I kind of do mind paying, but maybe put it this way. I don't mind missing some of my goals because I'm hitting, I'm learning how to walk. I'm like a toddler learning how to walk and some of these things. And I'm doing it more. Well, this last weekend, I made a list of things that I wanted to do over the weekend and a few things I was procrastinating in. And I said, I'll pay you $30 if I don't reach all of these. Now, I I reach them all. Now, sometimes I don't. And this has been a method for me to create urgency. The books, many books I've written, I haven't written them just by osmosis. I haven't just written when I felt like writing. I've found a way to create an urgency to write books. The online courses that we've done, again, there is, I've had to create urgency because I didn't feel like doing it. And then another fifth way to create greater urgency is have a vision for your life. Build the vision, be in the prophetic culture, listen to your prophecies, that you've been given. Imagine dreams and, 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 and see the goal. Now, some of you may be just in a survival mode in your life and you're saying, man, Steve, I, this, 
I'm not ready for all, that's fine. But you're not gonna stay there. Take baby steps, take baby steps. Celebrate progress, not perfection. This message, wow, creating urgency for the important things. This is a message for people who are going to increase their talents and you are gonna increase your talents. The great parable Jesus told of Matthew 25. Two ways to get urgency, one is vision and the other is pain. <laughs> and I bless you with visionated urgency that will amaze you. As you build that muscle of living in the important and non-urgent time quadrant. Thank you, Father, for this. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. And I want to remind you, we are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances, only hopeless or people who do not have hope. I'm not going to give them an identity. There are people who do not have hope. And I believe after love, hope is the most, most powerful leadership quality there is. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. And I want to remind you too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You don't need strength at the end of the battle. You need strength in the middle of the battle. Today is the day to stir up our joy. There's never a convenient time to walk in that radical joy. If you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else about it? And hey, if you ever want to, if you want to sow a financial seed, if that's ever on your heart, you can go to ignitinghope.com and you can find a donate. And if that's not something you can do right now, bless you. We just love having you as a part of our Igniting Hope family. God bless. Looking forward to being with you again on another podcast. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.